some of the videos, there's often been some uh, some Melbourne folks on board, yeah. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of people from Oz. Well, welcome again. So, Thanks. yeah, uh, if you've seen the videos, basically, uh, there's nothing new in non-duality, yes? It's not a... The idea doesn't get improved upon or go through a, you know, a transformational period and become more non-duality. It's just a, basically a presentation of an idea that hopefully will be a fact. Yeah, because it is, but it will be a fact, let's say, for you. And uh, it presents an understanding that basically uh, brings into stark contrast misunderstandings, yeah? Uh, so I never saw anything work as well because non-duality doesn't go along with the usual way things uh, are presented or, or their direction. It basically says you are what you're looking for or being ourselves reality or the seeker is the sort where most other modalities uh, have the seeker and then the idea of what sort, yeah? So the seeker gets pretty much unquestioned and then you search for that sort with the hopes that the sort would bring about a transformation in the seeker, let's say, or reunited to that which you never left or something like that. And basically the whole message isn't the sword, it's based on the seeker. Yeah, in this case, uh, the seeker is in a way what's under investigation. So we're not talking about seeking, those are actions. Yeah, we're, we're in the, a lot of seeking during the day because a lot of our needs uh, are outside of our control. So we need to look. Yeah, I need to look for my keys before I get in the car because it won't start without the keys and stuff like that. So, but all that seeking usually uh, isn't left alone. The mental state claims the seeking to imply something. And then in time, that which is implied becomes the before, so to speak. And then everything else that is actually before that has to be an idea that comes after. So now you're the alpha and you're the omega, really. And so, uh, and you're not, which is the great news. So non-duality is basically questioning not only the way, if you look at how life goes and you see it like very quickly or drawn out in time, you can see, let's say, a life of active addiction and then it swings to a life of recovery from active addiction, yes? There's all of these movements with sort of counter movements. There's actions and then there's a reaction. But really what the non-duality is, is, is questioning that, but more so the, the subject objectness of us, yeah, of this activity called Paul. Now, the, that's disguised because we're pictured as a single body, but we're really a multitude of activity, yeah, and basically that uh there's just rifts and uh let's say uh mutations of the basic sense of being an object and a subject 
from one moment to the next. So sometimes you're walking around thinking that you're the thinker, and then sometimes you're walking around as the thought about. Yeah. So the thing that doesn't allow us see to see that dualism as the essence of duality is that we're pictured as a single thing that doesn't have an opposite. Yeah. There's Paul and there's there's not a non-Paul that looks completely different than Paul. It's, it's just uh, so when we look in a mirror, we don't see two things. We see one thing. And that gives us a sense of being an individual, long lasting, separate entity. And in fact, we're not. Yeah, that we're an activity where the subjectivity is disguised by an interpretation of subject object. Yeah. So and it goes even farther where the object is now in the mental narrative is uh, that the subject is attributed to the object. So it's the uh, Paul is what's seeing. Paul is what's feeling. Paul is what's tasting. Paul is what's hearing. Yeah. <laughs> but ask Paul how to explain seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, feeling. It doesn't have a freaking clue because it has nothing to do with it. It just comes after. And then it's implied to be before. So we live a narration. Well, there's a hearing of a narration, and then if there's a listening to the narration, there's a living as the narration. Yeah, and so basically, every time we think we're conscious, it's pictured as Paul as a body, or when we think we're unconscious, it's pictured as Paul as a body, and then Paul, the object is attributed with all the qualities of a subject. Yeah, yeah, that's what the message negates. You don't have to look any farther than right where you're sitting, really. Yeah. The truth isn't going to be revealed in Istanbul. It's going to be revealed where you're sitting now. Yeah. And so the non-duality presents an understanding rooted in the fact that we are reality. And then you can see the absurdity of using what you are to look for what you are. It just completely makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. When when you're taking yourselves to be what you're not, it makes total sense to look for what you are. It does, because look, what you are is, is projected outside. It's something that you, as what you're not, is going to arrive at. But when that misunderstanding is corrected, it seems completely absurd to look for what can't be found. It, it just does. There's absolutely, it doesn't have any traction anymore. It, it can't, there's no tarmac for it to build up speed to take off. There's just, it's like the sparrow can't push off the hand. There's no hand there supporting the idea of the sparrow. Yeah. So basically, you see the emperor with no clothes. That's right. You get a damn good look at it. <laughs> the rest of the time it's appearing as if it has clothes, but you've seen it without clothes. Yeah. You don't have to keep seeing it without clothes. Once could do it. Yeah. <laughs> a few times. Or as we do here, a repetition. 
Yeah, something that could be fleeting may find a home where you're sitting. And then that understanding won't be shook, won't be shaken after a while. Yeah, all the comings and goings, you'll see you never came or you're never going. Yeah, you've never, you're every movement, but there's no movement in you in a sense. There's just this hugeness of, uh, yeah, you just feel on all day, completely on, incessantly on. Dreaming, sleeping, awake. Yeah. So this worked with me. When I came into to non-duality, the primary point was stubbornly in place. It was Paul was going to entertain non-duality to sort of maybe get another better Paul in, in the deal. Yeah. So to the point where you can see a lot of people keep going to satsang just waiting to get it and they just it's not going to happen and they they don't believe that statement they believe there's a trick in there but it's a fact you're not going to get it yeah the party's great until you show up it's just the way it goes yeah now the party's great because you're already there when you try to show up, it sucks. You're already there. Yeah. <laughs> the invitation isn't like dinner at nine. It's dinner now. Yeah. No matter what day it's offered, no matter what Wednesday night, it's the same offering now. Yeah. You're at the meal. You're just looking the other way. You're not facing the table. You're looking at the door, waiting for the, the roast beef to arrive. It's sitting there, simmering right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten used to looking backwards. We have. That's why we think we're, we're thinking we're moving to the goal. And what happens, actually, all those methodologies to lead you to the goal, goal fail, and then you fall back to where you already were. Yeah? That's how they succeed, by failing. That's how they do it. Yeah? So, uh, some, you know, I liked a guy named Wei Wu Wei. I don't, didn't like him. I never met him, but I like uh, how he presented stuff. And he would call it the negative way and... Uh, that one really was the cherry on top of the icing and the whole cake. Yeah. Uh, from that point on, when I sort of had a grokking of that, we've never spoken really uh, any other way. Because it's, it just doesn't make any sense if you don't see the activity that's implying yourself, you're going to be looking from it. Yeah. If you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. it. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Obviously, I never saw it, it seemingly, for 30 years. And in hindsight, I was looking from it. That's why. Yeah. Every time I looked for it, I was looking as it. <laughs> that whole dilemma of, you know, having this huge guilt that I can never get back you know, was premised on a fucking misunderstanding. I had never left. That was the truth of it. 
<laughs> That's why I can never get back, because I haven't left. Yeah, nothing truly has happened to change the fact that we're awake. You can seem to be asleep to that. You can give everything that's happening all the meaning to give to you and to act like you're completely unconscious. But when all said and done, nothing has changed. You're awake. Yeah. That's most people are trying to be unawake tonight. That's why they're on their eighth drink or they're fucking taking fucking pills. <laughs> they don't want to be awake. They can't take it. Yeah. So their drive is to be unawake. So, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah. You know, I laughed at this when I heard it, and I've been laughing at it for I don't know how many years. <laughs> it's just... Uh, it's just... It's just wonderful to be the butt of the joke, of the cosmic joke, because you're not the butt of the cosmic joke. That's the great part of it. While I'm trying to avoid being the butt of the cosmic joke, I'm the biggest butt of the cosmic joke. Yeah. So if you want to have any uh, sharing or questions, uh, I'll do my best to confuse you even more, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, there wasn't All right, Mike. Time. Yeah, anybody want to raise their hands? Seeing the videos and stuff. Uh, well, if there's any questions, we can go off on something. But the idea is uh, questioning uh, the subject that is presented as an object, yes? And just... You don't even have to question it. You just hear about selfing in, in, the, in the satsangs, and sometimes that produces a space and also a lag in time where you can see uh, the mental activities that are constantly referring and implying that you're not only that, you know, that you are a self and you were a self and you're going to be a self. Yeah, it's never... The thing is, it's always in the act of selfing, but it can never arrive at being a self because you're not. Yes. So it bypasses that obvious uh, fact by saying you already are one. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens. And it's just a habit. We hear it all day when they're seeing, oh, yeah, there's the seer, it's Paul, and Paul's been here a long time, and hopefully Paul will be here longer. Yeah, now a lot of people, when they get presented with that understanding, the first warning that's needed is there'll be a claiming of that, and then you'll, you, as what you're not, will be thinking it understands what it's not. Yeah, and then it goes on and on. So, it, but it doesn't go on and on and on and on. It goes on and on, and then there's a you there's gaps. There's just uh, I don't know if it's a critical mass or the straw that broke the camel's back or grace or whatever. Uh, let's just call it. There's a point where there's 50% 0001 
on what you are than what you're not, and it changes everything. When it's 80% in what you're not, and you have maybe an idea that there could be 20% what you are, then that seems to be like a slog, yeah? It seems to be constantly the claiming of the message as the one who heard the message and you're not that which heard the message. But if you keep with it, there'll be a loss of interest and that interest will be moved to that presence we are now. And then there, it's not an acquired immunity. There's a loss of interest in the selfing activity. It's just that simple, yeah? And now, like, uh, it's sort of like Homer or Ulysses. He was more, uh, he was more uh, entranced by the sirens singing when he was close to the shore. As he got farther out to sea, he couldn't even hear it anymore, yes? So basically, that's what it's like. You, in a way, are farther out to sea, and then the advertising and the constant mental narrative reinforcing you as the thinker and everything else, it the volume go, goes down, yeah? And it's little, it's, it's little rivers and creeks run out, yeah? They take off, but they, there's no more grooves there anymore. So you're traveling later where before you were traveling heavier, yeah? And the traveling lighter reinforces the, the assumption you were hoping was true, which is it wasn't based on you doing freaking anything, yeah? It wasn't based on a you, period. The, one, the whole what you're not is based on a you, but the whole of what you are is not based on a you, yeah? And so now you have the eyes to see that everything is verbing. And then you see the idea of a noun is like a giant thumb sticking out. Yeah, you just, it's just before it looked like it was completely disguised. Now it's sticking out. That's the beauty of coming into the satsang. It clarifies the misunderstanding. That's the understanding of non-duality. Its whole point is not to understand non-duality, it's to understand duality. That's his point, yeah? To understand the assumption and the, false, the falseness of duality. That's the understanding of non-duality. You are non-duality, there's no need to understand it, yeah? You need to understand what you're not if you're taking yourself to be that. If there's an activity that has hidden the before that we are and has replaced with a mental after that now says it's before. We used to say it all the time. What happens is something that comes after is implied to be before. That's the mental maneuver. And it uses time because it takes time to produce the sense of you. And then it uses time to say that the sense of you is before all the production. So it's so funny, a mental production produces a sense of you, and then the you is put before that mental production, and now you have guilt for doing the mental production that's producing the you as the produced you. <laughs> you don't need to see hundreds of examples. One will do. It's, a, it's just the way... This isn't like a, a complex activity. It has repetition, complete reinforcement. 
is constantly, constantly referring back to the same idea throughout the narrative. So if you were listening to a radio station 24-7, you probably would start buying the, the, the products that are advertised on that radio station. You'd probably start taking the radio station's opinions as yours. You'd probably start believing what the radio station told you. Yeah, I'm sure they've done tests. If you listen to some channel for 24 hours for six months, you're going to be a product of that channel. Yeah? Yet you're not. That's the great news. And you're not. No matter how much it looks like there's a you, there is no you. Yeah? Because it only looks like there's a you to the you. (laughs) The you always says it really looks like there's a you. You're not that you, yes? The body is not going to get out of the body. You see you're not a body. Yeah? Not from the body, from what you are. Yeah? One is hopeless, the other is very clear. Yeah. So, yeah. Now I was muted. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that just made me think about how uh, you, you could call them dreaming laws, like certain ways that are common for people to uh, to to uh, wake up, but they're also completely inverted. So, like when John was asking about like like the idea of transmission, I'm not addressing whether Zoom or live is different. But just how how people misuse that transmission does happen, kind of like a reversal of the way we, you know, codependently identify each other as our names and sons and you know all our roles and stuff like that. So you go to a guru, and that represents transmission of you know of uh, waking up from that dreaming. But then it also becomes a, people can idolize and you know <laughs> and become dependent on them. If you're looking at the dreaming at night, are there bodies populating the dreaming at night? Mike. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, there are, there are bodies. In bodies. What? Do you, are you dreaming in bodies? Are you saying that I remember figures in my dreams of, of bodies? Yes. Are, are, are there people or things appearing as bodies in the dreaming at night? Yes. Yes. Most people are dreaming as, with as bodies, yes? Why is that? Because the brain interprets everything to the body, of which it is a part. Yes? So when we're thinking, just like when we're dreaming, we're thinking as a body. We're feeling as a body. We're seeing as a body. Yeah? All aspects of the dreaming. The brain is interpreting every aspect of the dreaming, awakened dream or the night dream, to and as amongst bodies. Yeah?
if you start there as a body, <laughs> it's the body identification has that has the most desire to get out of a body. Yeah. What you are probably doesn't have much interest either way. <laughs> This isn't about changing. I'm going to dream of no bodies. It's just telling, just check out your own life affairs and see what happens. Yeah. See, is the mental narrative as whatever can be perceived is that is that which is perceiving. Yeah. And then there's an old Zen master that showed up and said, no, whatever can be see can be perceived, cannot be perceiving. That's completely opposite, yeah? Yeah. So is it you dreaming of bodies at night or is there dreaming of bodies at night that is claimed by a body identification? Yes. And you don't wake up to see that body identification. You wake up as that body identification. Yeah. You can see it and you're not that. Yeah. You're not going to have, this is not about a whole new dreaming. It's about seeing through the dreaming and coming to an accepting terms with it. Yeah. This isn't about, oh, I'm going to see through the dreaming and change the dreaming completely. Yeah. No, they're seeing through the dreaming and the dreaming continues. Yeah. Yet, how you travel through it changes dramatically. Yeah. You're not interested in changing the program of what you're not. You're interested in seeing what you're not by recognizing the program. Yes. You recognize the programs that are implying there's someone or something you are, and you recognize the programs are bogus and therefore the projection of their idea is bogus yeah how do you see that not from the system from what you are yeah there's a lesson there it's not seeing it every freaking day you see it and then things change yeah maybe it'll take five times maybe none maybe 20 times maybe you gotta come and see Paul H. every five years or every 10 years or a week or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That unsuspecting inner resource, which is what we are, is now suspected. There you go. As Ramana would imply, your head is in the tiger's mouth already. <laughs> You've been served a spiritual subpoena through whatever satsang hopefully you've gone to. Yeah? You were afraid to go to court, but they sent you a letter. All your seeming trespasses have been null and voided. <laughs> Enjoy today's latte. <laughs>
What's the biggest selling products in the world? Those that are concerning vanity, yes? The vanity concerning what? How the spirit looks or how the body looks? Do you really think that you're going to get out of that as that? That you are going to get out of self as self? Just see it and recognize there's no need to get out of it because you're not in it, really. Hallelujah. Yeah. But if you look at the incredible amount of momentum, the mental activity, and the way it interprets this event is going, uh, if you think that self is going to get out of that self, you're sorely mistaken, humbly. Yeah. So let's question that which thinks it's in everything and see if it's true or not. Yeah. Not that everything is true or not, but the one that's in everything is true or not. Yeah. You don't have to go smell 800,000 trees, just the one you're sitting under. Yeah. Just check it out. Yeah. I think with the aid of an understanding, hopefully that is presented in satsang and then repeated so some fundamental points become secure and familiar you'll start recognizing the activities that you used to look from yeah you will you'll recognize what you called your eyes and never really checked them checked them out was a pair of glasses called self-centeredness yeah and the way self-centeredness sees everything is to reinforce the self that's seeing it. Yeah, that's what it does. How we've so many people have spent hundreds of years trying to get out of self as self. Yeah. Maybe the signs on all the doors are wrong. Maybe the exit is the entrance. Maybe the entrance is the exit. I don't know. But what I knew is when I heard satsang, it was like uh, an unspoken yes, and it was like a knowledge before all the gathering or trying to lose the knowledge of everything around this world. I just knew it in the gut. Yeah, I knew it. And it, show, and it panned out that I lost complete interest in spirituality as a topic yeah or as a journey or as a path or as a way of arriving somewhere so much better and greater than where i am now i lost complete interest in it for 20 something freaking years so far who knows maybe i'll get excited tomorrow yeah there's some truth in that yeah there's some truth in you finally hear something and it becomes the last answer concerning a very important topic to me which was this idea of who am i what is my point what is my journey to have that all muted by a simple recognition <laughs> of self can't get out of self and to and just to be convinced of the failure of the mental conditions, yeah? 
as Jesus says, you know, you may be in all this shit, but you're not of it. He didn't say it that way, but you, you know, you seemingly are in everything that you're in, but you're not of it. Thank God. Yes. Yeah. Do, why would you waste another second trying as the in to get to the of? Yeah. Just realize you're not in. <laughs> That's the ofness. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyone else around? Uh, Indigo just showed up. <laughs> Indigo? Indigo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. oh, no, I've been here for a little while. Yeah, yeah, I recognize you. Yeah. Are, you are you asking anything or? Pardon? Are you asking anything or? No. No, just my oh, say hello. Well, nice Hi. You. Good to see you. Anyone else, Mike? Uh, well, no hands, no. Uh, anyone would like to share about the satsangs, how they've been going for one? Yes, any testimonials? I see a new waving. A new. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't find the raised hand. Um, I, I just kind of noticed, uh, Paul, what you said. It's almost like, um, I mean, there's no like big changes in my life, but like honestly, it's something simple. Like, you know, I go for a walk and the sky just seems a little bit bluer or um, I don't know. Everybody, you know, I look at my husband or I look at my kids and sometimes there's, they're just so beautiful, right? They're just, so, it's a very, uh, it's like the world coming alive a little bit more. Um, I think I was sleepwalking through a lot of the stuff. I never realized how um, beautiful everything is. So there's a there's a there's a falling away of the attachments a little bit. I feel a loosening of the attachments, but yet everything is even more, so much more. It's uh, I don't know. I I I just feel a little bit happier in general. Thank you so much. Great. Yeah, some of those byproducts like HD, you realized, uh, you come to realize your HD quality, <laughs> the HD quality. Yeah. 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 Oops, you got three hands up now. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Brandon. Oh, yeah, I was just, uh, yeah, just going to share a little bit. Uh, similar to a new, I it just seems like there's more gratitude available. It's just kind of always been there, but it wasn't always available. And uh, that's just what it feels like to me as far as, you know, uh, I, that's probably part of the traveling lighter. Um part of the package there, but I just, there's just deeper, this deeper feeling of gratitude in general. I just, it's, that's just one way to explain it, I guess. Just no, that's sweet. Yeah, no, it's nice. It's very nice, but it's the interest. The thing is, it's, it's kind of like the recognition that it's always been available to do. <laughs> 
is what's kind of yes. funny about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think it's difficult to really see things clearly if you're moving very fast. Yeah. So yeah. the agitation of the mental state causes a, it's so it's so busy trying to get it misses a lot of stuff and shit. Yes. And so when that when that gets it's almost like, a you know, when they, those space things go up into the thing, there's a need for the booster rocket, then that booster rocket falls off and then it's just more gliding. Uh, I think uh, the message really gives a, a, a blanket permission to really be here. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. yeah. And yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's not about doing everything slowly. You can do be doing a lot, but the, the like the camera tripod foundation solid. Yes. No. Somebody's got their thing on it. Mike, it's it's doubling up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Brandon, that's what yeah. I needed to do just before. Oh, just so before. there it's I feel that's the uh you know, a way of illustrating it. There's the movement can continue, but it doesn't upset the stillness of the tripod, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. Like today was a very quote unquote busy day, but uh, yeah, it was exquisite really. There was there was no Paul to be found. It's very nice, <laughs> and he wasn't missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. Yes, John R. Oh, John R. Nice to see you, John. Hey, Paul. Good to see you. I hey, wasn't going to say anything, but here we are. Um, I could really do with your help today, um, but only because I'm painting a room and you used to be a painter. Maybe you could teach me something. <laughs> um, that, I can, that I can help you with, yes. <laughs> That's good. Uh, but I was thinking, yeah. you know, about the satsangs things. I've never been to a satsang either, you know. But when, when I did hear your message, which was, I don't know, five, six years ago, whatever, um, you were doing the the little parables, like the, the pooper scooper, stuff like that, and, you know, overlaid with, uh, I don't know, Ramana-type stuff. And there definitely seems to be something in those that confuses the mind, at least, um, to allow another perception, possibly. Um, but I was yeah. just thinking while somebody was talking also like churches and that, you know, no, I'm not suggesting or a mosque, you know, they have these kind of pointy bits up to the sky where it seems to be like a, an amplifier or, or something, you know, and there's definitely energy i don't know if other people experience it but if you go to an na or an aa meeting you might hold hands at the end and it's that group conscious or that just that connected energy 
focused in a room seems to be far more powerful for me. I did some sponsoring years ago and um, I really struggled to do anything online because I couldn't mm. get the vibe, you know, I, I just couldn't hear it. I couldn't, it wasn't happening for me. That's just, you know, but that's only John's interpretations. Um, I thought I'd give you my two bobs for it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's not like, uh, live is the is the is the uh speed lane and then zoom is a lower <laughs> it has nothing to do with any of that it just has to do with the, uh, a different sense and experience let's say on an energetic level uh live tends to have uh just crackles yeah yeah it's almost like an electric shock it can be yeah, exactly. Um, and you mentioned that with um, a panic attack, you know, that that intensity. I used to do um, Wing Chun, and there's a thing like a, a, a set of moves called Sulam Tao. And I did that for years, and it was kind of just mimicking. Um, and then I had gone on some 10-day meditation retreats, and I don't know what happened, but the energy flowing through me, during doing a solemn Tao after a 10 day silent meditation was, uh, you know, electrifying and even a car going past me as I stood in the street, the, pa the energy of a car passing would almost knock me over, you know, it was crazy stuff. Mm. You know, maybe I was just yeah. psychotic. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Those are just subtle uh, effects that are nice, but the, I always like to bring the nose down to dog shit awareness, <laughs> which is just the overriding, always on presence of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I love the Zoom. The Zoom has really blown my mind. It's great yeah, to connect I, with people that I would have never met or come across. Yeah, and it, actually, I had to go against totally go against how I used to do the live ones. I cultivated no questions from everyone who knew me for years. And then suddenly the only way you can start a Zoom is basically have a question. <laughs> I thought that was sort of funny. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. Yeah, I really feel, again, something happens with this group that's bigger than the sum of the parts yeah mm -hmm. which uh yeah which i love which is the, yeah. the gestalt type uh take on it yeah yeah it's cool so i'm uh yeah, yeah. all right anyway nice to see you john yeah uh, you too man. Last, lastly we have alex from somewhere in the hudson valley oh alex yes hi paul <clears throat> Yeah, I just have two little things. Um, a new reminded me of uh, just a moment, maybe a couple weeks ago, when I was doing laundry in the middle of the day um, at a laundromat. And, you know, back and forth a lot, put it in the dryer, all that. And I was outside and I noticed the sky was, um, seemed especially beautiful, like pink and blue puffs. And I, I saw the thought, oh, it's too bad I'm doing laundry. I wish I was in a prettier place to look at the sky. 
like, you know, up on a hill on one of the walks I do or something. And I just had, I like, had to laugh at that. <laughs> um, just the idea that I couldn't enjoy that moment because I wasn't in the perfect circumstance. Yeah. And that comes up a lot. Like I watch the pattern of, you know, not something not being enough. And it's funny to me now. Um, yeah, great. And yeah. yeah, the only other thing is like, I've been feeling, I, I get moved to tears a lot, like, but I don't even know why anymore. And it's not sad, it's not happy. Um, it passes really quickly usually. And um, I, yeah, I don't feel like I need to get to the bottom of it at all. <laughs> so I'm grateful for that. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Yeah, that was, those are, uh, for me, examples of traveling lighter, obviously. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, again, it's, it's almost like a movement. Uh, when, a, when there's a certain, uh, when the rotational axis of the agitation decreases, there's a lot more beauty to be noticed, yes? And there's time to notice it. Yeah, and uh, you can give a second to a sky, but it will be super full, like you were staring at it for hours. Yeah, so it's got a, it's really, I feel like the head has, it has a huge shopping list, yes? And it's, it's busy trying to get things at the expense of being, yeah? things yeah and so and you can sometimes see it but when you get a, a broad change in the basis of it it's really noticeable yeah over time yeah and uh this is all these are echoes of something i don't need to have reverberated but it's just nice to, to you know me i've been here doing this for a while <laughs> over in New Jersey at the rehabs and shit for 20 years or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you, Alex. Nice to see you. And JP is checking in. <clears throat> oh, JP. Hi, hi, Paul. Hi, everyone. Um, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't know where to start, you know, to describe like the... Um, the changes as a result of this message, um, but I'll do my best. <laughs> I think I think the first thing is you know there's just way less suffering that that is kind of self-induced. You know, suffering about things which aren't there, as as a friend of mine Kurt would say. You know, I'm not suffering about things that are just made up in in thought, which isn't there. Um, it's like one example I had like two days ago was I met a friend for lunch and this is someone that for, for decades, I've always been very jealous of him because he's always been much more successful at me in business. And I've always felt less than, and, and uh, you know, I have to measure up. And it's not that when I had lunch with him, those feelings didn't come up, but it was like strange because there was no one for those things to land on. So it, it was, you know, it wasn't painful. It was just a bizarre experience. The emotions came up, but there was no 
There was no JP that had to be compared with someone else for that stuff to land on. Um, then, of course, I knew, you know, seeing the beauty in things in a much simpler way, the HD, um, sitting on my sofa for minutes or tens of minutes and not having to do something and get somewhere and think about anything. Um, not being so anal anymore about my spiritual life. It's such a relief. Um, yeah. Being, being much for more... Yeah, for everything, for everything. It's, it's like, I mean, in a way, there's, a, there's an effortlessness about everything. You know, it's things just get done by themselves. I don't need to push myself, talk myself into it, scare myself into it. You know, there's just, it's kind of effortless. Um, being more effective, working with people in the 12-step program, somehow this message just coming out naturally by itself. Uh, I mean, it, it just goes on and on and on, you know? I mean, I haven't become a saint, but the whole perspective has changed. And, and um, there's just much more life and a lot less suffering. Um, so I tried well, to describe, I tried to describe the changes. Uh, thank you, Paul. And thanks all of you because you've all been part of this. You know, I wouldn't, this would not have happened without you. Thank you. Thank you, JP. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, JP, and we got Gary in the house. Hey. Um, hi, Paul. Hi, everybody. Uh, I just thought I'd chime in to, you know, I guess my, the traveling lighter that I've noticed is just, it's sort of a negative. Uh, it's not like it's great high, but um, like yesterday at this conversation with the guy, and, and we talked about a tree that I had cut down in the yard, and it I got into a real shame and guilt cycle about that tree that I cut down this beautiful thing and I was guilty and shameful because I was greedy for the wood for the fireplace. And, you know, all that could be kind of true. But, it, well, I, I noticed in the morning, here I'm self flagellating about this thing that happened in the past. And, you know, how does self get out of self? And I guess the thing I noticed that I could attribute to this, this meeting here is that it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's good. That, that's good. Yeah, it went. <laughs> I, did, I had some conversations and it's gone. I didn't do. Uh, I helped some people, you know, I had some conversations and with people in, in my group and stuff and, but uh, nothing I did got, did anything. I was, I was of service in some place and so I forgot about myself for a while and then it was not here anymore, whatever that process of self-flagellation was. and. I almost didn't want to bring it up because you know I don't want to give it any more energy, but it kind of applies to 
What are you talking about? It's a, it, it's not like life has gotten great, but what what a gift to not have to carry that burden around more than a day. Because it, it it has been, you know, days and weeks in the past. So anyway, yes. that, that's my little example. Yes. Yeah, well. There's a lot of value in shifting of time's influence. Yeah. So when something bothers you for 10 minutes and or four days, it's quite different. The effects. Yes. Exactly. So you have gratitude seems to be the appropriate response before you go. Well, it should never be like that. But just to have gratitude for the lessening of what could have been more. Yeah and then get into that groove where that's how things are going. There's a lessening, like JP just says, there's a lessening of the suffering yeah. and there's more of, hey, far out. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm all for that as the action figure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times, you know, the perfect is the enemy of the good and we, we immediately think, why doesn't it stabilize forever? Well, there's a lot to appreciate the, how things have changed. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And so, uh, I think that's a certain sense of humility and gratitude. Yeah. To see the largeness in the small changes. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks, Gary. Yeah. Right? yeah. Gone. Yes, that's good. <laughs> it's funny. I just had what is tried for in the AA experience of uh, where how Gary and JP just told my story. You know, like when in AA somebody else, or we've had it happen here too. But yeah, so thanks for telling my story too. Oh, great, great. Yeah. Anyone else here? Oh. No? All right. I'm really going to say goodbye now. Yeah. The other one was a fake. It's all right. So this one, I'm serious. So, Mike, nice to see you. I'll be seeing. Hey, Mike, if you have any of the Escape to Everywhere books, that's I'm going to out right now. Well, if you have more than one, how many? Just bring them, all right? Just that one book? No, if you have a couple of that. I have enough of the others, I think. Okay. I don't have any escaped everywhere. Okay, they're in front of me. Oh, great. Thanks. Anu, thank you for your share, Anu. And uh, yeah. I know I'm not going to say anything. Just uh, appreciate you getting lighter. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, of course, it was a long time ago. You were in the corner, Gary. You're now you're free roaming at the moment. That's pretty good. Yes. We got Z, my main man. Hey, Paul. Always a pleasure. We got Mary, Mary, Mary. Quite contrary. Yes. Brandon, thank you. Yes, more gratitude. 
Yeah. Oh, Linda, Linda, Linda. There she is. Always a pleasure. Thanks for coming, Linda. I look forward to seeing you. Yeah. Yes. We got Tommy. I never see Tommy, but I think he's in Ireland. We got Alex. Nice to see you. Thank you for the share, Alex. Uh, those little glimpses uh, reveal a hugeness. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we got William H. Nice to see you, William, tonight. Yes. We got James. James, uh, I think he's asleep now. That's great. Yeah. Good night, sweet James. Rest your weary head. Who, who needs a bed? when you got a comfort boy all right we got kenneth 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 nice to see you kenneth i've tried we we've traveled together from toronto to vancouver what's next kenneth who knows maybe novato <laughs> we'll see you here nice to see you kenneth yes we got john w john yeah I will meet when we come over there, hopefully. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, Stefan on having never left. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to say hello to Stefan because it's based on having never left. That was the point. Yeah. All right. PK. <laughs> PK. Yes. My. Uh, Thanks. You know my what's crazy? What? The you know, it's crazy, uh, you know, when you were saying hello to everyone before, I thought that it was going to be like a 20 minute meeting, like the shortest meeting ever. <laughs> I didn't I know. Realize that... That was, but that was great. You know what? You know, I, I love the, the thing is, you know, on one hand, you know, like what Alex shared, you know, you, you sometimes there's this beautiful thing and you you want more. And then like Gary says, then you realize that there, it almost dissolves. But, you know it's like effervescent man and i realize i've probably been saying the same crap and playing the same music for the past 20 or 30 years i, I it's you know i'm just but you know what it, it's really you know it's almost magical like you said the the collective energy here it, it's just amazing you know and, and you're like the conductor man you're like a a mad conductor <laughs> on a train yeah. that goes nowhere or an orchestra that's playing silence, you know, but it's just the energetic part of it is just like you said, I think that in person, absolutely. You would have a different, you know, uh, uh, vibe to it. But I think like you said, like here, we're almost doing the impossible by having people all over various different time zones and physical locations. We're almost doing what you can't do in person. So in, in, in its own way, this is kind of, Pretty freaking spectacular, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes. Yes. You yes. have to find a parking space. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, you Got don't have a lot of advantages. Pants. You don't have to wear pants if you don't want. I arrive <laughs> I arrive thirty seconds before the meeting. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice to see you. 
Uh, there's Dolly May. Nice to see you. Thank you, Dolly, for coming today. Thank you. We Paul. got Mark. Mark. Oh, you're welcome, my friend. You're welcome. Sorry about the We video. got Mark. Oh, yeah, no, you'll figure it out. It's not a... If you stay after the meeting, maybe one of the... Michael can help you. Sure, see okay. how you get the, the camera on. Yeah. yeah cool. But okay. you got a nice color screen. It's pretty nice. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Mike. Yeah. yeah. We got Mark V. There he is. Always a, very nice to see Mark. It was good. Thank you, Mark, for all the support. Yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, JP. JP, it's been very wonderful to watch JP do his thing. He's, uh, you know, his shits must come out much easier now, too. When the sphincter lo loosens, yeah, it's good for the. <laughs> it does. All right, we got. Oh, there's one of my favorite people, Susanna W. She's on the phone to someone else. She's talking to another teacher, trying to get some advice. It's okay. Yeah. Indigo. Probably has you on mute too. Eh? I lost that. She probably Indigo, has nice you on mute too. Oh, all right, I don't know. I don't know what you said, but Indigo, nice to see you. We got Jacob from Seattle. Always a pleasure. We got Rich H. Nice to see you, Rich. We got John R. up in the, uh, uh, the uh, right underneath the Gold Coast, I think. Uh, we're on the east side of Australia. We got Sue. Sue, uh... It's always sending me money for lattes. Thank you, Sue. We got Monica. We got phone numbers. Uh, who else is here? Oh, did I get? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We will see you on Saturday, Zoom, 1 o'clock. And then back on, uh, there's no Thursday recovery meeting tomorrow. I'll be, uh, I'll be in transit. And then Monday, yeah, that's the only meeting we'll miss. So I'll see you guys hopefully Saturday. We're also going to post a radio station. Maybe you can see it on, a, on, on the Wi-Fi. From, I'm going to do an interview with this woman on a, a radio show in Moab, Utah. One to three uh, Moab time. I think it's an hour after Pacific time. So we're going to, she's going to. I never met her, but we're going to have a talk. And then we'll be doing other stuff from Moab. That's on the uh, website. So, all right. Nice to see you, everyone. Take care. Thanks, Paul. Bye -bye. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Good night. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Sue Kimpton, thank you for checking.